Yo, peace. What up, kings and queens? It's your boy Jacoby Ryan back again, once again, for another episode of the More I Know, The More I Don't podcast. Uh, we are now on week 27. Um, just dropped Thinking Out Loud this past week. Uh, so, of course, we're going to talk about that. And uh, as, as always, thank you for the ones listening to this podcast for the first time, checking this out, giving this opportunity. I appreciate you. I uh, hope it provides you value when you come back. Um, and then for those who are returning listeners, y'all know I appreciate y'all. Y'all the shit. Um, thank y'all. Uh, so for those that are, this is your first time, <clears throat> you may hear some weird noises in the background um, because I have a cleaning company. And uh, I, I sometimes do the podcast as I do my some jobs that I have. So, uh, yeah, man, um, week 27, thinking out loud. Uh, we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But we got a couple of things I want to talk about before that. Um, so, before even getting started, just want to, of course, do some housekeeping things. Uh, the More I Know, The More I Don't podcast is basically a um, chronicling of my campaign called 52 and 365, where I basically drop a new song and new video every week, and also a new podcast, as you're listening to now, to explain the story behind the song. So, uh, that's where we're at right now. Um, so, without further ado, let's get to it. Alright, so first, uh, I want to talk about, well, firstly, I want to say thank y'all, man. Um, of course, uh, we at the halfway peak, or point of um, 52 and 365, and um, I think I talked a little bit about this last week, but um, to continue that conversation, I just did a, a Q&A on Instagram yesterday, and um, I just wanted to tell y'all thank you, you know what I'm saying, because, uh, I mean... It may seem like it's a, like a, something that's, that's minuscule or small for people to like. Like when I say, hey, open up questions, you know what I'm saying? Ask me a question, whatever. Like, <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's like where, where I come from, you don't get support like that. You know what I'm saying? Like where, where, I, where, I, where we all come from, really, I guess. Uh, but I mean, Lawton specifically, like you, you used to be like, well, I was ashamed to call myself a rapper for the longest time because people laughed at you when you called yourself a rapper. And of course, people think, "Oh, you just another another rapper. Everybody trying to be a rapper, things like that." So, I say that to say I appreciate y'all um, participating and really rocking with with what I do. You know what I'm saying, and really um, seeing this for what it is. Because uh, as I grew up, you know what I'm saying back in the day, I used to be very uh, I feel victim to that shit a lot. As far as like being self conscious and being afraid of what people are gonna say and being afraid of failing and being afraid of looking stupid and embarrassing myself. Um, but now I'm like, <clears throat> this is what I'm here for. You know what I'm saying? I'll embarrass myself till I die if that's what it takes. This, this is what I, it's my purpose. And uh, I find myself the more and more that I do this, and that's why I know it's my purpose because it helps me um, it helps me evolve and develop my soul. Uh, so that ain't what I wanted to talk about. That just came from, from the yesterday with the questions and everybody showing love and talking about what they found value in, things like that, and sharing their feedback and sharing their thoughts. Just wanted to say I appreciate it. Um, but the first thing that I want to talk about today is uh, the new age hustler and what that looks like um, to me. Um, so hustling is something that I've like I've never identified myself with or as. Um, I mean, I've worked since I was in second grade. You know, what I'm saying my pops had a janitorial company and um, he had me working. I mean, since I was able. Um, so like by that definition, I've been a hustler. But like. I haven't ever called myself a hustler because I've always known the term as somebody who's like moving weight, you know what I'm saying, or uh, 
selling drugs on the corner or something. That's, that's all I ever saw in the videos and shit. So, as a kid in junior high, high school, I don't know shit, but what I'm seeing on TV, you know what I'm saying? So, I didn't really think I had the, I didn't have the confidence in myself to be like, I'm going to make, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to define this for myself, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I've done uh, since then. Uh, that's what I wanted to talk about, you know what I'm saying? So, I saw something on Instagram a couple of days ago uh, where they were talking about, I saw that somebody is selling air, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're making mad money selling literally just air. And um, the caption on Instagram was, there's no excuse. Anybody can sell anything. Um, it, it, there's always opportunity to sell something. It's just a matter of can you sell it and shit like that. And I'm like, all right, I get it. I guess that's the conventional way of the hustler. And I also kind of thought a little bit deeper and was like, that's that's another reason why I, I haven't been able to identify myself with a hustler up to this point. Um, as a kid, I think I unconsciously realized it. And now it's kind of conscious where it just seemed like people worship and praise people just for the act of selling or just for the act of making money. Nobody thinks about like, how did you sell it? What did you sell? Did what you sell help that person? Did what you sell... Is what you sold really something worth buying? You know what I'm saying? Or did you just finesse somebody up to buy something that, that they don't need and you got rich off of it and now it's supposed to worship you because you got rich because you're supposedly a, this successful businessman because you sold some shit that nobody needs. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't see that as being successful. I see that as being um, corny, um, crony, um, uh, small-minded, very egotistical, um, and uh, just very like... Not of the soul, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I feel like that's soulless. I don't feel like you have a soul, um, when you do that. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about this concept, um, here in a little bit. But so I just realized, like, I don't, I don't fit with that, with that definition, but I do see myself as a hustler because I do work, I do grind, I do, um, and it, it's independent now, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I got this cleaning company as well as some, uh, uh a marketing business as well, graphic design, marketing. Um, so, like, now, like, literally my entire income comes from, in music, you know what I'm saying? My entire income comes from me. Like, I'm not employed by anybody, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I'm a hustler by definition in, in that regard. Um, but I see myself as a new age hustler. Because I feel like the old hustlers, the, 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 the present tense, or up to this point, what we would define as a hustler, have just been somebody who can sell salt to a slug. Somebody who can sell... Uh, Anything, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who convince who can convince anybody to buy anything so that they can make a profit and be successful from that. Um, that's what I think it's been so far, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I couldn't identify with. And I think that goes along with the uh consciousness of humanity up to this point as well. You know what I'm saying? Where everything has been based on survival skills, um, survival mode, um, and looking at power as an external thing as opposed to internal power. And I think now uh, like I'm, I'm, I've read a couple books that have suggested that like the humans next, the human, humankind, uh, humankind's next evolution is the consciousness. Like we've, our, our previous evolution was the five senses where we were able to use our five senses to learn. So we, we became accustomed to that and we developed an entire world around our five senses, which basically serves the personality, the ego, whatever you want to say, it's very material. You know what I'm saying? It's what you can feel. It's what you can see. It's what you can touch. It's what you can hear. 
So it's very material and it's not of the soul. The soul is inner, you know what I'm saying? And that's why people say the future is feminine because the feminine looks inner as opposed to outer, you know what I'm saying? Women feel things, men look at things. Men are attracted to women because they how they look most of the time. Women most of the time are attracted to men because of how they make them feel, so stuff like that. So, or I'm sorry, feminine and masculine, um, but that's beside the point. So, uh, <clears throat> when I think about that and I look at that, I, I just can't see value or I can't, I can't respect somebody who sells salt to a slug. I can't, I can't respect somebody who can sell something to somebody that they don't need. You know what I'm saying even worse, sell something to somebody that's worse for them, you know what I'm saying? that's bad for them. Uh, I don't respect that. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like that's worthy of respect. Like if you selling something that's, that's fucking somebody over, Bro, you 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 know you're no better than than the every politician in D.C. You never know better than Monsanto's. You know better than the the Koch brothers. You know what I'm saying? You know better than the the um, Rothschilds. Like it's the, it's the exact same concept. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you successful, cool, but no, I, I don't respect that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't feel like that's something that I feel like anybody can do that. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can go make money at the expense of somebody else. That's the most easiest thing in the world. Anybody can go do that. But, like, nobody can make money while making the world a better place. That's, that's what I see as genius. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's why I see as a new, a new age hustler, as we come into this new age of consciousness um, in our human race and humankind, I think it's a lot less about the five senses and it becomes a lot more about the consciousness and the inside and the soul about, like, what... Is going on in there? You know what I'm saying? Why are you doing this? What? What? Why are you choosing to do this and, and sell this? Or why are you choosing to sell it for this price? Why is this person buying it? I think those questions are important to ask when we talk about these things because just selling something to somebody just just to make some money ain't that's like setting all of us back. You know what I'm saying that's just not productive. Um, so I think that's what I feel like is the the new age hustler. Um, which I identify with because I, I want to provide value while making money. And I feel like because the entire economy and capitalistic idea has been formed while human race, the humankind has been obsessed with the five senses. I think that's why capitalism is comes off as uh, scarce. You know what I'm saying? Because the, uh, the dynamic of our five senses you know what I'm saying? That in itself is what triggers scarcity, the, the idea of scarcity, where we think all that we have is what we can see, touch, hear, feel. Like that's, that's what we think that's all that's available. And that's what we base our entire reality in is like, what can I see? What can I hear? Um, what can I touch? Um, so because of that, Everything that we've looked at is really in the mindset of scarcity, where it's like, oh, there's only so much money I can get, so I got to take some from you. Oh, there's only um, so much uh, food I can, that, that I can get, so I got to make sure I eat so people over over on the other side of the world don't eat. I got to make sure I eat. And things like that, where that's just not the case. You know what I'm saying? It's it just not. And then as we transition as a human race into more consciousness... I think we'll start learning and understanding more about like everything is in an abundance. You know what I'm saying? As long as you put your energy towards that, we create that abundance. And um, just understanding that the universe has a system that already works, that's foolproof, and we don't need to uh, 
redo the wheel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I want to continue talking about that because the foundational idea I had in this um, is what sparked this. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, so in this idea of a hustler, you know what I'm saying? We talk about the old school and new school, how we've up to this point, humankind has basically like created a reality that's based on our five senses as opposed to our soul. You know what I'm saying? Our five senses are what we can touch, feel, see. So it's like our body. It's like our personality. It's our ego. You know what I'm saying? That's what our entire reality is based on. And that's why everything is so material and uh, out, outward um, oriented. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so when I say that, like, I want to talk about what I learned like, how, and why I've come to really be considering that. You know what I'm saying? Because... It mentioned how, if you look at history of mankind, like, for the longest, our entire struggle was like, why are we here? You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure out why are we here? And that's when the church had a lot of power because they provided an answer for that. Saying, like, uh, there's a God, um, heaven and hell, this is what you do. And when this was introduced... This was, of course, the the papal church. Where the the papals were the in the Catholic Church were saying we're the we're the in between between humankind and the in the divine. You know what I'm saying? So uh, in this movement, the church actually made the world believe that the world revolved around humans. That's what the church introduced to the human race. Is that the earth revolved around humans. God revolved the, the, the universe around humans, um, which, of course, proved to be false. And as those same papal people who were in the church saying that they were the, the um, connectors, as they started to be uncovered as rapists, molesters, just, this, just these things that didn't align with what they were saying, then humankind stepped back and was like, hold up, maybe this ain't right. Maybe there's something more to this. Maybe, I mean, they're not saying it's wrong, but it's just saying that maybe there's more to this, you know what I'm saying? Um, so then from there, we start thinking about, okay, so how can we make sure that we don't fall in the same lull of like just believing another human being saying that this is what's true and not really not really having a, a grounds to believe them, you know what I'm saying? Or not really having a grounds to verify or certify them. Um, so that's when science came into play. And the scientific theory came into play and saying, okay, before any theory is made, before anybody says anything, we need to test this and find out if it's true and have proof. Well, that explains why today, I mean, you look at science today, and like science itself is a theory, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't say anything is fact. This isn't what it is. It's saying that this is what... It seems like based on the times that we've tried, experimented. So we still don't have a certainty, you know what I'm saying? And um, what, what it talked about was that since we weren't able to have that certainty and since science wasn't able to give these answers to us in a way that made us comfortable where we can say, okay, this is what it is for sure. Uh, instead of us living in that uncertainty, we decided to distract ourselves from the uncertainty and create economy and create these uh, economies where... We basically accumulate security on Earth based on our five sensories, um, the things we can hear, see, touch, feel, smell. And we created a, a, a Earth where we can create 
our own security on earth in those senses uh, while we wait on the answer of why we're here. You know what I'm saying? And it suggested that in that waiting, in that hoarding, in that um, uh, just money grab uh, and distraction, really, we, we, we forgot about the question. We forgot about why are we here. We forgot about thinking like, why, why am I even on this earth? You know what I'm saying? We forgot about thinking like, these coincidences happen. Why are they happening? We forgot about thinking like, I have these gifts. Why do I have these gifts? We forgot about like, the mind is this incredible thing. So what's the purpose of it? We forgot about like, we have, we're the only being on the earth with a soul. Why? What do, what do we have a soul for? What are we here to do? You know what I'm saying? Like we've gotten away from that question. And now all we're focused on is like, how much money can I make? What house can I buy? How many kids can I have? What, um, what's my social status? Uh, how many friends do I have? And it's, it's not about, it's not internal. It's all external. It's all outwardly looking. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, so with that, the idea that I was, that I was, that I was, that I learned about was, um, it talks about reverence and respect and the difference between the two and how, um, respect comes from the personality, comes from the ego, whereas reverence comes from the soul. You know what I'm saying? It mentions that the, the soul is like the universal energy. You know what I'm saying? Where there's an individual soul for all of us, where, and there's also a collective soul of all of us, which is the universal energy. Um, this, this, this including with the planets, the, 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 all that. You know what I'm saying? All those energies out there that we don't know shit about. And, um, and, and let me remind y'all, like, I don't, I don't give myself to anything 100%, but I do stay open and consider and use my discretion and kind of, uh, have meetings with my consciousness to be like, yo, like, what you think about this? Is this like, just kind of figure it out, you know? So it talks about the soul is this, this incredible energy. And what happens is like the soul has holes, you know what I'm saying? It's a holy, it's a holy soul where the goal of the soul is to fix those holes and become complete um, and get to the next level of consciousness. Um, and it says the way that the, it suggested that the way that the soul does this is it looks at what, what holes it has and those holes that need to be fixed become the personality that gets converted into a body. You know what I'm saying? So the personality is the body. Personality is the what's what the soul wants to fix. You know what I'm saying, and we get a, we get lifetimes to to get, to get them right. Um, so with that reverence and respect seems to be likened to both of those concepts, where soul is this universal energy that's that's not seen. You know what I'm saying, it's not a physical thing, and it's such a huge energy that. I, that is compacted in, in life, you know what I'm saying? So on earth, our consciousness is a compacted version of our soul. Like if we if our soul was in our body, it would explode our entire shit. Like it's that's this is what this is the idea that it brought. Um so with that, um that's the soul and then the human form of the soul is supposedly the personality. You know what I'm saying? Just like the scientific theory of like energy turning into mass, you know what I'm saying? And how what we think and what we say turns into real life. 
it manifests, you know what I'm saying? So it likens the uh, concept of respect to the personality and it likens the concept of reverence to the soul. And I thought that was interesting because I've always been big on respect, you know what I'm saying? And what it said was respect is judgment, you know what I'm saying? Respect is uh, judging based on what you like, what you don't like, and what you respect or, or what you are into and what you're not into. And um, I thought that was, I mean, that was accurate, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so with that, it, it followed up with the soul, the soul isn't capable of um, of uh, selfishness, of judgment. Like the soul, it's not capable. The universe doesn't judge anything. So it, it likens the personality to respect. Um, and then reverence to the per to the to the soul, and so with respect, I can I determine who I respect based on what I like and don't like. With reverence, it's different because reverence is you can't be re you can't revere one person without revering everybody. You know what I'm saying reverence is literally valuing life. You know what I'm saying, and it says that reverence is a big part of the life energy that we have because as long as we have reverence. We can go through anything else and we'll and it'll be a lot more probable for us to get through and grow and evolve. Um, it's when the reverence when we don't have. So when you don't have reverence, uh, my bad, I just got a call. I had to start over. But um, when you don't have reverence, that's where the murderers come in. That's where the suicides come in. Where you don't respect life, you know what I'm saying? Where you don't have the respect for the living, for the for the the concept of living, you know what I'm saying? And we lose that, and it becomes it's, it's such a it's a selfish thing where we're indulging ourselves. And the example that they made was hella interesting, where it talked about like when we look at the natural system of the ecosystem, and we look at like predators, so lions who eat um, caribou or um, snakes who eat. Uh, rodents or um, shit bears who eat stupid humans you know what I'm saying I mean that's, that last one not really don't really count but I felt it was necessary to say uh, it talks about how like in the ecosystem everything has reverence um, everything has a value of life and it's highlighted in the uh the energy transfer. So when a, a lion eats a caribou, <clears throat> that caribou gives its energy to the lion. I'm saying that's an energy transfer. That's the, the lion needs that life energy to continue to survive. And the caribou gives that freely, goes back into its soul and then comes back into another personality, supposedly to fix its soul. Um, and <clears throat> So with that, uh, you look at how we see it. You know what I'm saying? When we see a lion eating a caribou or eating something, you know what I'm saying? We see any animal killing and eating something. Most of the time, we like, oh, that's so bad. That's so wrong. That's not right. Um, and it says that that's all rooted in the personality. That's rooted in the ego. That's rooted in the, in the selfish uh, version of ourselves where we don't understand, we're not tapped in 
to the consciousness because in reverence, when you value all life, you understand that this is how life works. You know what I'm saying? And it's not about one animal pillaging and, and killing another one. It's about the natural evolution of energy transfer and being responsible for that energy transfer and being responsible for the fact that for not only your energy, but also the energy of others around you and also the collective energy of everybody together. You know what I'm saying? It's not just about yours. It's not just about one, one individual energy. That one individual energy makes up a collective energy and, that, and everybody in that collective energy is responsible for that collective energy. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be responsible with our individual energy so that our collective energy can be right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I felt like that was really well put because like before I was really hell bent on respect. But now it's like, I mean, for one, I can't control who respects me. And two, like it is like I, it can be somebody who's living life the exact right way, who's doing all the right things. But it's just like maybe you just don't sit right with me. So I don't respect you. You know what I'm saying? So it's not really valid uh, to need that, nor is it in my control. So it's not really smart to uh, focus on that, in my opinion. All right, so week 27, thinking out loud. Man, uh, I've been excited to put this one out. This is probably one of the more recent songs I've written and um, recorded. I think I wrote this last year. So, uh, and when I wrote it, like, off top, when I wrote the hook, I was like, yo, this is one of my favorites for sure. And it still is, you know what I'm saying? Um, of course, produced by DG Beats, um, video shot by Image Line Studios, engineered by Joey Sativa. Um, Thinking Out Loud was really a, 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 something where I wanted to write where, man, I got a lot to say about my, my journey as an artist and my journey to this point, you know what I'm saying? Because my journey to this point didn't just start on January 1st. Like, y'all got to understand, like, my journey to this point started back in... I mean, technically in like eighth grade, but literally when I thought about how I was going to be as an artist and what I needed to do and why I needed to do it, like the journey started in 2013 um, and it's led me here. You know what I'm saying every single decision since then has led me here without a doubt in my mind. And um this was a song that I saw, I started opening up about it on. I haven't I haven't really opened up about it at all up to this point, but I'm starting to, and that's that's a part of this next um, part of the year where I'ma be a little more um, open with some of the things that I've gone through to get to this point, um, and just sharing a lot a lot more of my story. Uh, so y'all can look for that. And between me and y'all. Uh, I'm dropping my debut album in probably the third quarter of next year. Um, that's literally 100% a story about that, about that journey. Um, I'm not gonna give y'all the title yet, but uh, be working on that. It should be out, like I said, third or fourth quarter of next year. Um, <clears throat> but that's what this was about. You know what I'm saying? Where I just wanted to have an event session, so to speak, where I just talk about what I'm feeling. Um, cause I, I don't, I don't have, like, I have a circle, of course, the people who I, I'm conf- I confide in, who I can trust, who are solid people, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? I've always been grateful to be around people who are solid. However, 
I don't like I don't share much. You know what I'm saying? I don't ask for help much. I don't I don't it's just not my style, you know what I'm saying? It never has been. Um and so with that, I be wanting to talk sometimes and you know, like every time I vent to somebody, I always regret it. You know what I'm saying? Like after I vent, it's just like the next within the next fifteen minutes is a guarantee I'll be like, bro, why do you even do that? Um and and I don't know why that is, but it's not an issue for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have an issue with like I don't want to vent to people. It's nothing that I want to do. I usually just feel bad about it when people ask me to vent. And then I, out of respect to the, for the relationship we have, I, I open up a little bit. Then it's like, bro, you really shouldn't did that. Like, it's unnecessary shit like that. So I hear the beat, start writing, and just start explaining things, man. And, um, like, I mean, we all can go, can. Uh, we can listen to the hook and we can all relate to that. Like, you should want to know I ain't tripping. It'll be way different if I ain't listening. Don't mind me. I'm thinking out loud. And, like, matter of fact, even that line itself says so much. Where it's just like, there are so many things I used to want in my life. And I wanted them bad. You know what I'm saying? And now, I mean, I haven't gotten them. But I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? Because I... If I would have got them, it probably would have been bad for me. Um, and if I, it would be way different if I would have got them because it probably would have sent me on an entirely different life trajectory. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so just thinking about that, you know what I'm saying? And then let, let down to let down, still want a roof I can let down. Just like I'm not letting none of the disappointments or discouragements that come with life take away my force of aspiration or take away my vision or take away my potential. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to allow anything to impact this and to uh, throw me off. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying my hardest not to anyways. Um, and then, of course, a lot of faces that was front and turning back on me like it ain't nothing. But don't mind me. I'm just thinking out loud. I mean, it's, we all got that. You know what I'm saying? There's people who behaviors don't match up with their words, you know, and um, it's no point in talking about it. I just stay silent and stay silent. Don't mind me. I'm just thinking out loud. You know what I'm saying? It's like if that's, if that's the reality, if that's the choices you decided to make, I'm not going to fault you for it. I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'm not going to bring it up. I'm not going to talk it out. It's like, all right, this is how you like to move. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to try to change what I can't control. I'm going to just say, okay, this is, this is rep- representing how you feel. So I'm going to roll with that and I'm going to adjust. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, so that's what that means. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, the verses just expound on it. Um, it talks about some struggles I've had personally. I'm um, just talking about how, like, I've been in the gym by myself shooting my shots and nobody else was in there. I mean, it's. And these are these are literal things. Like even when I was like playing ball, like I'd be, I remember there was um times when I was in high school and I would have like I'd be working out trying to cause like after after my junior year in high school, it was uh I wasn't too good. You know what I'm saying? And I probably wouldn't have went went to college, but I was like, we had lost in the state championship and on the the bus trip back to Lawton from Norman, I was thinking. It was like, yo, if you don't get your shit together, like, <clears throat> you're going to fuck around and, like, your future going to be really fucked up, bro. Like, you're not going to be able to go to college uh, or you're not going to have money to go to college. Um, if you do, you're going to be distracted. 
Um, you're going to stay, go back to Lawton, and then you're going to end up like everybody else you've seen, things like that. And that weighed on me heavy, and I felt really responsible for that. So literally, I bullshit you not, like every day since that, or, or every day from the state championship, my junior year, up to the first practice of basketball season, uh, my senior year, I was in the gym every day. Well, I, I guess I'd probably say first day of school um, on the safe side. But I was in the gym every day, you know what I'm saying? And in that process, I would ask homies, I would ask um, family, friends, people to like, yo, come shoot. Yo, come come help me out. Come rebound. Come work out with me. Things like that. And it was just, it just never really worked, you know what I'm saying? For whatever reason. And regardless if it was personal to me or not, like, it just... The feeling that come with that of like people that you expect to be there, um, and, and see your vision, you know what I'm saying, and when they don't, it's just like to me, I feel like one of the hardest things being an artist is one, um, I feel like one of them is people always trying to give you advice on what to create, um. But another one that I think we struggle with as artists, well, I know I struggle with as an artist myself, really as a person, and I'm sure we can all identify with this, is like, I'm going to be honest, D, like, I believe that my biggest issue as things manifest for me is going to be, to, is, is, is my biggest issue is going to be like not being bitter to those who play me off now, you know what I'm saying? And not rubbing it in their face and not stunting on their ass and not letting my ego control me and showing and remind them. Because I know they're going to front, you know what I'm saying? Like they, like, like they was around and they saw it or whatever. And like I think the biggest struggle I'm going to have, and I think a lot of us have, especially as creatives who put their all in, in their life into their work, um, I think it's just to, to not be bitter to those who didn't respect it, you know what I'm saying? Who didn't respect me, period, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and I think that goes with that, like where you just feel like people should believe in something so much and they don't, but that's a part of the journey and it's needed. You know what I'm saying? It's necessary because you don't need anybody else. Like your vision is yours. And like, <clears throat> just like the, there's a, uh, something I posted on Instagram, um, back last October, I think. That was the last thing that I posted before I started 5225 because I took a break from social media before starting to get my mind right. And it was basically just about how, like, first people say it's not possible, then they laugh at you, then they start seeing it has some kind of usability or value, and then uh, a couple people think it's serious, then people start taking it serious and using it, and then it becomes a mass. Uh, uh, something used in, in, in the majority, you know what I'm saying? Something like that, that kind of procedure, you know what I'm saying, a sequence. And um, I think it's the same thing, you know what I'm saying, just being uh, soulful enough or just being conscious enough to not allow the ego to kick in once things manifest um, to be like, I told you so, because I think that's corny, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a told you so ass nigga, but if I mess around and make a million and I get to stunt in front of somebody who disrespected me. I can't say that I would 100% let my ego or leave my ego dormant. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I honestly can't say that. 
Um, but that's what I'm getting at. You know what I'm saying? So when I say thinking out loud, man, it's just basically me just kind of giving an insight to me, what I am, what I'm about, um, and what I was going through. Um, cause I needed it at that time. Uh, and we're going to, as I've said before on the podcast, we're going to develop the story. We're going to tell you more. Um, it just takes time. Um, because of what I'll be trying to do. Um, but appreciate y'all for listening, man. Week 27, thinking out loud. Uh, of course, you can find everything at 52and365.com, uh, jacobyryan.com. Uh, for this week, you can look up jacobyryan.com slash thinkaboutyou. Uh, mad love for everybody listening. Again, mad love for everybody who participated yesterday in the uh, survey. Um, and stay tuned for some things coming soon. But other than that, thank y'all for listening, man. I appreciate y'all. Hope y'all got value out of this. Y'all have a good rest of the day, rest of the week, and weekend. Be great and be grateful. Peace.